Welcome to Federal Sense with your friendly HR guy. Hello, this is your friendly HR guy again. Uh, today I want to bring up a call I got the other day. We had a new manager call me and she had an, what I consider a common issue. Um, she describes an employee that is slippery. Um, he's always, you know, calling out when there's work to be done and he keeps his leave very minimal, you know, the earn and burn situation. And she was calling, um, you know, she's uh, one of the newer leads that they promoted to a supervisor and she's calling with options. You know, what, what she sh should she do? So uh, the incident she wanted to call me about um, happened recently and uh, the employee had requested two weeks off uh, of annual leave. So I guess it would be some kind of a spring break situation. And turns out he doesn't have two weeks of annual leave. So he asked to use his expected time off award for the PMAP. So, uh, you know, he's probably going to get 40-hour time off award or a 20-hour time off award for his, his PMAP rating. And he just wanted to use that in advance. So obviously you can't do that. So... Um, you know, the supervisor's new, just tells them to, you know, contact the time and attendance, uh, you know, the, the time and attendance clerk and ask, you know, if that's possible. Uh, she knows it's not. So he takes off the week. Uh, he tells his backup that he'll be gone for two weeks. And, the you know, the backup is fine with it. They, they don't really know what's going on. And so she's she's you know she's surprised that his away message on his email says he'll be out for two weeks. He's notified his backup that he'll be gone for two weeks, but she has not approved two weeks of leave because he doesn't have two weeks of leave, of annual leave anyway. So he takes the first week off, and then the, that first Monday comes around, and he's not on duty. He doesn't have annual leave. So she doesn't know what to do. She reaches out to him. He says, oh, no, yeah, I'm working. And, you know, his away message is still on. His backup thinks he's backing up for him. But, you know, he he says he's working. You know, and, and so I, I call the manager and ask for details. And then it turns out the guy turned off his away message. And, you know, she's not even sure if he's working. You know, we're all teleworking because of COVID and, you know, we haven't returned back. So we're, all, you know, all at a house. And she's asking me, well, what, what can she do? And, you know, where I always go, well, how's his work? Is he getting his work done? Well, apparently his backup's doing his work. And I'm like, hey, if, if, if he can con a guy into doing his work, then so be it. But, yeah, let, let's ask him what his plan is. Um, and if he's on, you know... You know, let's ask him, is he on leave or not? Because he did request leave. So he says he's working, and that's the Monday. The manager is suspect if he's actually working. And, you know, wants to know what her options are. And, you know, I go over what you can do. But this is where that management style piece comes in of, are do you really want to waste your time and your energy trying to figure out if this guy is working? I mean, it... If he's not working, that should become apparent. So the next day, he calls out sick. That is, kid is sick. And, I, you know, the manager has pretty much figured out that he's going to spend this second week 
you know, dodging and, and dipping, you know, to be on leave on some form of another. Um, and she wants to know what she should do. And, and I, I really, my, my thoughts are, you know, you don't, you have better things to do. Yeah. I think we have managers that, you know, they, they, they think they're vigilantes or they're police officers and they want to, you know, uh, catch somebody doing something wrong. And it's like, if he requested leave and he doesn't have it, you didn't approve it. So he's working. I mean, until you have some, some legitimate concerns based on his work that he's not working, let's assume he's working. And, and, you know, you, you can, he, he took away his away message. Um, you can notify his backup. Hey, don't worry about this week. He's, you know, he's not off. Or he's off today because, you know, he's off today. He called out sick, but he'll be here tomorrow. Well, whatever you want to do, I just, I think the posture of these managers, you should have better things to do. And you're going to have these slippery employees that, you know, the, the big thing I always see is they'll they'll call out on the first Monday of the pay period. And, you know, most agencies require you to put in that leave in, in a computer system or some some documentation the next day. Well, they won't. They'll forget. You know, they always forget. And then, you know, two weeks go by, and when it's time to put in your time card, oh, I, f- I forgot I took off that Monday. And they don't put in the leave, and the manager's like, hey, didn't you call out that Monday? And, then, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. You know, it, it, you have employees that do that literally every pay period. And, you know, it, it's employees are allowed to forget things. And, you know, they never forget when they did overtime. That that gets keyed in, you know, the second they do it or credit time or comp time or something. But when it, when it's leave, they just, oh, yeah, I totally forgot. Um, my, my, my thing is you, you're going to pull your hair out trying to, to, especially in the telework environment, to figure out if someone is really working or not. I don't, don't waste your time because if you, you know, hover over their Microsoft team indicator light to try to figure out if they're online, if you, you know, send them a bunch of calls or emails to try to determine if they're working, they're just going to build a harassment complaint and you're not going to be able to do any discipline when we get to that point. Because it's going to look like you're out to get them. I'd rather you discover that it turns out they weren't. You know, the the better thing is if something was due that week, you know, or the next week, and he doesn't get it done, you can say, hey, your time card says you were working. This should have taken you six hours to do. You only, you know, you worked uh, 40 hours last week and this week or, you know, be, between getting the assignment and when it was due, you worked 40 hours. It should have taken you 10 hours to do it. You didn't get it done. Here's your reprimand or here's your suspension for failure to carry out assigned duties. That's what I'd rather do. That suspension, taking back that money, that's better than trying to like prove they weren't working and marking them AWOL because they didn't respond to an email or because they requested leave, but you denied it because they didn't have it. And then they said they were working, but it turns out they weren't. You're never going to prove it. I'd rather focus on the work and be, you know, you were assigned this to do. You, it should have taken this long to do. You didn't get it done. I, I don't see a reasonable amount of work produced 
in the time you claim to be working. We're just going to assume that you're being honest on your time card. Don't try to fight and prove the time card. Look at the output of the work. That's how you, you get an employee. You got to focus on the thing that you can prove. And that, that's, that's how that, my, my guidance went to the manager was, you know, the agency doesn't give you the tools to figure out or monitor their, their work in real time. You know, we don't give you a video camera pointed at their desk at home. We don't give you uh, some kind of time card system. You know, some agencies, they can see when you entered the time in, in, in their time system. And, and what you have to do is every morning you have to log in and input when you're starting your job. You know, starting at 8 o'clock, 7.30, whatever it is. And they can see when you inputted that in. And that's like a time card system. You know, if the union negotiates and allows that, that's great. Now you have a tool that you can see when they logged in or when they got up to their desk. That doesn't mean they're working. So whatever, you know, process or, or rule you come up with, a good employee, it's not going to matter. They're good employees. A bad employee, it's not going to matter because they'll find a way around it. You know, if you listen to the the episode about the indicator light, you know, you can put a stapler on your space bar and it looks like you're green all day long. That doesn't mean you did the work. So let's not try to figure out in real time if they're working. You know, as a manager, if they request leave, make the decision based on the needs of the office. So if you need three people working at any time and you have 10, and you already have three people you know, or, or seven people called out, you can deny that leave. Hey, I need you in the office or I need you working online because we need at least three people at one time. You can make that decision. But if they request leave and it turns out they don't have it, I mean, that's their job, right? What I tell managers, if, if they request annual leave for two weeks and they only have a week of annual leave, what the hell does that have to do with anything? That's not your business. Your, your business is not to check their leave balances. Most master labor agreements talk about that the decision about leave won't be based on the amount of leave they have. That's an accounting thing. So what I tell managers is I don't go looking at their, their balances. Either you need them in the office or you can spare them. If you can spare them, approve it. And then, and then let the accounting piece of the time and attendance figure all that out. Because I'm going to tell you, if you've only got a week of annual leave and the employee puts in two weeks of annual leave, it'll get figured out. They'll usually come up on some kind of report or when they go and try to verify their time, it won't let them. It'll say error. This is, you don't have enough leave. Or if it lets them, when, when the time processes, it'll come up on an error report and a guy like me in HR will go, oh, this is in the negative now. His annual leave's in the negative, but we don't have an approval for advanced annual leave. And then if you're the manager, go go say, yeah, I'll prove it because it's got to balance at the end of the year anyway. So, you know, whether they're taking their leave now or in a few months, what's the difference? But what I'm saying is managers out there, don't make your life so complex that you're checking employees' leave balances, that you're... Uh, trying to figure out if they're lying when they say their kid's sick, if they're, you know, oh, he 
he put in an away message for two weeks, but I told him he doesn't have two weeks to leave. And then, you know, he didn't tell me what his plan was. And then, you know, his backup, this and that. And this manager spent like three hours doing this huge investigation about this guy's leave. And and I'm looking at her, you know, in the uh, MS Teams meeting going, you're spending way too much time on this guy. Like, this, this is a 13 she's talking about. And you're sitting there trying to figure out if he's stealing, you know, a week of leave. But you're wasting the government's time trying to do something that we haven't asked you to do. You know, the, the government has not given you the tools to verify or make sure that he's working. Just give him his assignments. And if they don't get done, you call your HR guy and he'll help you do discipline. That's as easy as your job is. And this is where... You know, my, my goal out here is with you, you managers, especially new managers, your job is easier than you think it is. Yeah, you, you, you certify the time cards, right? But you only have to certify to your best, to the best of your knowledge, you, you believe it's accurate. There's no way for you to actually know if these people were working. Hey, they got all their job done. Okay. I mean, most people don't have 40 hours of work to do in a week. So if you're certifying that they work for 40 hours, it's probably not accurate. But they got their work done. You know, some weeks they've got 20 hours of work to do. Other weeks they've got 60 hours of work to do. And they get it done, they get it done. That they keep Make your job so much easier. Because then if they don't do their job and they don't get the work done, or, you know, they, they had an assignment, they had a week to do it, and they didn't get it done, and it should have only taken about 10 hours. Well, there's a math problem. They had 40 hours. They said they worked 40 hours. They didn't get this 10 hours of work done. Boom, we can work on that. That's provable, right? That's, that's, a, that's a fact that you can say you failed to carry out your assigned duties. And we'll start slow, letter of reprimand. Uh, you know, even a, a letter of warning, whatever the situation is. But that's so much easier to deal with than you requested two weeks off. You didn't have annual leave. Then you said you were going to work, but then you called out sick. Then you, you know, you said you were working. Then on, you know, a week later you said, oh yeah, I was working all week last week. Don't, just don't get involved in that. You're never going to win. We didn't give you the tools to win. So don't stress it. And that's, that's what I was expressing to this manager is is don't stress if this guy is working or not. Just assign him work, and if it doesn't get done, let me know, and we can handle that. You know, for time and attendance, just tell the employee, hey, put in whatever leave you need to use. You know, I, I, I know you had planned to work, you know, take off the whole week, but I, I guess you don't have enough leave. So whatever you do, take off. Just make sure it's entered in the system. And, and then if he enters nothing in the system and says he worked, then so be it. Who cares? Then all of his work should be done. You know, it, that, that's what you got to focus on. So uh, I'm sure this is a lot of people out there. There's a lot of slippery employees. And you'll pull out your hair trying to figure out, uh, you know, how to track them and how to keep tabs on them. And you'll waste your entire week trying to to catch somebody that you're never going to catch him that's the thing is if it's either one of two things either the employee is honest and he really is working when he says he's working 
or the employee's a liar. If the employee's a liar, you're never going to get them because liars are just going to lie more. And, and so why even try? So when you're talking about leave, if you have a reason to believe something's not accurate, you can go ask the employee. But if they're just going to say, no, it's accurate, what else are you going to do? You know, you can't use computer logs and they're not going to let you, you know, oh, let me, you know, I've had people say, well, send me the emails you sent if you were working yesterday. You can do that. But guess what? Liars are just going to lie. And then from then on, they'll log in and send a bunch of emails and put timers on them. And there's all kinds of, of, of little tricks that if you're dealing with a liar, it's not going to really matter what you do. They're just going to lie. And, and maybe it works the first time and then they'll just figure out your methods and then they'll just lie more. So um, let's make your job 10 times easier and let's just believe our employees. And if they don't do their job, we're going to hit them over the head as hard as we can if they don't get the work done. That's the best way to be a manager is focus on the stuff you can actually control and that you can actually explain and you don't need to Perry Mason that 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 that, that situation and f figure out things, you know, focus on the work. You know about how long it takes to do some kind of work and if they don't get it done but they had plenty of time, then let's do a failure to carry out your assigned duties or unreasonable delay in carrying out your assigned duties or something about the work. All discipline has to have a nexus to the efficiency of the service, right? So if we focus on the work, that's easy. But when you're talking about failure to follow leave procedures, it's like, well, what's the leave procedure? Where's that written down? Half the time it isn't. Uh, uh, failure to follow leave procedures. Okay, cool. How is the efficiency of the service you know, uh, affected because they uh, forgot to request leave or they thought they requested leave, but you didn't, you didn't get it or, you know, or they didn't have enough leave and they, they didn't realize it or, you know, to me, you, you got to just focus on the right thing and that's the work. So uh, when you're dealing with a slippery employee, just keep it simple, focus on their work and the rest of the stuff, just ask them. And believe them, because if they're lying, there's nothing you can do about it. And if they're not lying, then great, then just believe them. So either way, the answer is, whatever leave they put in, just approve it. Unless unless you need them on duty, and that's a whole different thing. Um, but if if you can, if they can be away, approve the leave. And and most of these offices have so much coverage and so many people that. Really, it's rare to deny leave unless you're, you know, in the working at a prison or a nuclear plant. Um, but that's it's just easier just to approve all leave. And then if they don't get their work done or, you know, some, something doesn't get done, you can worry about that. All right. I think I've, uh, I've beaten this horse enough. Uh, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to shoot me an email. All right. Everybody have a good day. Have a question for the HR guy. Send it to federalsense at gmail.com.